Gummy bears are stupid and delicious. Welcome back to the Stupid and Delicious Wrestling Podcast, episode 105. And hopefully you can actually hear me this week. Maybe, but I reckon everybody will be okay if they can't. Yeah. When we make it big and actually have like money to do this and have quit our day jobs and just do this because we want to. When we just mic the room instead of this. When we mic the room. We'll pay a sound engineer and I won't sound like dog shit like every That's, five episodes. You're awfully confident in your voice. Yeah. Fair enough. But anyway, that would be nice, right? It would be. There was a point we were going to get like a dedicated studio and figure out micing the room and... Yep. That didn't happen. The building got sold. So <laughs> The building got sold, and there was a bunch of bullshit we are going to have to do to fix it up and stuff, I believe. So that didn't work. Nope. However, you know what was really nice? Getting married in Derek's house. How They have really precious. nice shit. Yeah. That little bar they have, excellent. Mm-hmm. I hadn't... I hadn't been there since we stopped recording there. so all That's right, you don't go to concerts and shit yeah. with Derek. Although, I've been listening to some ghosts lately when they popped up. Don't mind ghosts. So, I may actually agree with y'all on a band for once. Which is scary. Because <laughs> your taste in music sucks. Yeah, well. How's your week been, sir? Uh, not too bad. I drove around most of North Carolina Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. And I've... Forced three people to unload a truck while I watched today. <laughs> That's always fun. It was. Oh, man. Yeah. I've been unloading those stupid trucks for the better part of a decade. I'm not doing it anymore. I like when I can make the kids do work I don't want to do. Like, oh, I got to clean my room. Hey, kids who are done with their work, want to help? Yeah. And then I'm like, I wonder how many of their rooms at home are just fucking trashed. They They're all shit. just sort of fucking trash. Nobody wants to clean at home. Yeah. So, I get it. I really don't like to clean at home either. <laughs> um, all right. My week's been boring as shit. Nothing really. Just Martin Luther King Day and a couple days of work. Other than Monday being off, Kat and I did a little mini honeymoon to Woo-hoo! Dave and Buster's, Second and Charles, Mr. K's, and Olive Garden. So, Olive Garden. Yeah. Fancy as we fuck. Did, we were going to go to Greenfields, but they were completely out of bagels. But that's because it was like 3 in the afternoon. Jesus. So, yeah. I've never walked into a bagel shop and seen zero bagels. I haven't there. either. But, you know, I've never had their bagels. The only <laughs> thing I've ever had from there is a Reuben. What the fuck, man? Mm-hmm. I okay. wanted to... Don't I wanted you to work live. relatively close to there? Yeah. Like the next exit down. Okay. You need to you need to go get yourself a bagel, like, soon. I just went in and got a Reuben sandwich. Oh. I was on a kick of Reuben's for a while. Gotcha. And I went, you know where it's going to have a good Reuben sandwich? A bakery. A, a Jewish, Jewish deli. deli. Yeah. yeah, it's true. I only, I've never had a Reuben, but it's a bunch of shit I don't like. On yeah, it, I was about so. to say, you wouldn't eat that shit uh, anyway. My only thing I know about Reuben's is when I was working my camp with the kids, Yep, they served Reuben's for lunch one day. They're good, man. From six-year-old to 13-year-olds that week, and not a one of them fucking ate it. And what was shitty is the vegetarian option that day yeah. was cheese pizza. And so all mm, the kids, Vegetarian, not vegan. Yeah. All the kids wanted the cheese pizza, and it's like, are you vegetarian? No. I am now. <laughs> I will be if it gets me pizza. Yeah, no shit. But all of our bosses were out there eating the pizza in front of the kids. I'm like, fuck you. Assholes. Yeah. Because they actually specifically told us if we were not eating what was served... We needed to go, like, 
in a back room or hide behind a wall so the kids couldn't see us. So they wouldn't bitch about what they had to eat. Yeah. But they got to do whatever the fuck they wanted because they were in charge. So, okay. Yeah. I like being in charge. Yeah, being in charge. The moral of the story is always be in always charge. Always be the one in charge, yeah. Yep. All right, so where are we starting this week? Doesn't matter to me. Raw was pretty shit. They had one of the better, uh, not actually matches, openings that they've had in a while. Oh, well, that's when Brock and everybody just got in and brawl. That wasn't bad, yeah. Yeah, it told a good story. Yeah. It furthered everybody going toward the Rumble. And Brock tore some shit up, which is the best thing about Brock Lesnar at this point. Yep. If you're going to have him around, he might as well tear some shit up. Uh, we got to see Heyman. Yeah. Not long enough, though. He barely got to talk. Well, it's just a Heyman tease. You got just yeah. the tip. I got. I got very excited for um, Heyman and Kevin Owens talking together, and then it didn't happen. I was like, damn it! Yeah, that, that could have gone well. I, I will be very excited for that feud when that eventually happens, because I'm sure it's coming. Hi. Uh, what I really hate is why Raw continues to wheel out the New Day and Titus together and expect me to care. It's like, okay, we took the belt off them, but we didn't have a better plan. Putting them with Titus O'Neil might be the only way to make them stop selling merch. Yep. I've like, also heard this rumor to break them up. Yeah. I don't know when or how far off this plan is, but... I mean, they could all have solo runs. I feel like Xavier is better suited as a manager, though. It could still work. Yeah. That's it's true. not like he can't wrestle. That's true. Um, I don't know, man. I... It might be time to break them up for a little bit, but the reunion is going to happen so fast, I feel like. You can always put a bit together. Has Kofi ever had a strong solo run? No. Because everything I can think of... This is the best thing Kofi's ever done. He did Air Boom with Evan Bourne, and then he did... Before My Time. He did a run with John Cena. Also, Before My Time. So, yeah, Kofi, Kofi has never had a significant solo run, I don't think. Nope. And when he did, he was faking a Jamaican accent yes. and destroying Randy Orton's car. Yes. And that's all I remember. But anyway. It's because it wasn't memorable. No. Um, and Big E came in as heel, didn't he? Wasn't he like Ziggler's bodyguard? I don't remember. Okay. I know he had a short stint with AJ Lee because they had a battle pack together. But Yeah, him and AJ walked out with Dolph and... Yep. Big E was the bodyguard and AJ was the girlfriend manager. Yep. I believe. But You know what the extra little thing you got in that battle pack was? What? Baking sheets. Did they use baking sheets? I don't remember that ever happened, but that was the thing. You got there's like a cookie sheet. I remember that in hardcore matches. Yeah. I wanna say when we saw the Nasty Boys a couple months ago, or when I saw the Nasty Boys a couple months ago, there was a lot of cookie sheets. It's like okay. I I remember those days when they used everything as a weapon. As it should be. I miss stop signs. They don't use those anymore. They used to use them all the time. They did, didn't they? Yeah. They're really fucking heavy and stout. I don't know exactly how wielding those you, around is. You can't is. build a prop stop sign. I feel like you could. Out of what? The lid off of a trash can? What are you what are you going to flatten out and cut into an eight-sided stop yeah, sign? Yeah, that's true. Hmm. I mean, they made Triple H a prop sledgehammer that one time when he was confronting Sting. That's easy to do, though. Piece of wood and a piece of rubber. Even if it's not rubber, you can always fucking 
find some foam. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Paint it black. Ta-da. Add a little silver accent to the edges to make it look used. Okay. Plywood. Yeah. Plywood what? You can make a stop sign on plywood. But then it's Just not... It. You're not going to get the metal clang that a stop sign should have when you hit somebody in the head with it. No. That'd be like hitting somebody with a wooden chair. Although it is badass when they hit people with with chairs because they always explode. That's true. Uh, Those non prop chairs. We need we need a new weapon. They tried to get the axe handle over for like two months. Yeah, what was with that? I don't know. I think they were thinking like I do and going, "All right, everybody's sick of these same old weapons. Let's use a new one." And then after two months, they're like, "All right, nobody likes the axe handle. We're just gonna get rid of it." Yeah, that's dumb. Um, I can't think of what they should use, but. I'm not the ruler of PG era plungers. weapons. That's true. They used to use plungers, actually. Somebody used to. I don't remember. I know R Truth used it as a scepter for a while. Yes. But he had one of those with the clear plastic handles. Yes. He didn't have a wooden handled That's true. plunger like the old school ones. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think what else happened on Raw. Seriously, they're just a, a whole lot of nothing, things. wasn't it? Yeah, that was pretty much a bunch of nothing. Charlotte came out and ran her mouth. Bailey came out and defended herself. I didn't mind that. that was Bailey laid some hot fire raps, I aka liked, poetry. That was pretty good. I liked Bailey's story being told on the main roster because a lot of casual people didn't know who she was. Casual people are idiots. Well, a lot of them just don't have the time or money to dedicate to. You can get a free month. Right, but how often can you fake your address on credit card? To keep getting a said free month. It's just email address. Oh, is it just email address? Mm-hmm. Okay. New email address, new free month. Then why are you not constantly getting free months? Because I'm too lazy to be fucking doing that. <laughs> Fair enough. You have friends with the network. I, I do have friends with the network. Um, trying to think what else. Yeah, but I really liked Bailey. Naya attacked Sasha. Moment. Other than that, oh, I, yeah. nothing else of significance happened. I don't understand how they have three hours and barely anything happens. Because they're, uh, excuse me, because they're coasting to the Rumble. That's oh, what's happening. Cedric got a win. That was significant. He was the only reason I stayed up past yeah, 10 o'clock. So I don't remember what segment it was happening, but 10 o'clock hit. I'm like, okay, Cruiserweight, let's see who comes out. Cedric, oh, okay, fuck, I'll watch this. I watched that and went to bed. We watched that. And then they're like, Hall of Fame announcement. And I hadn't seen the earlier. ESPN article. I had a feeling it was going to be Kurt Angle. I had been dicking around. Well, they announced it at like 5 o'clock. Yeah. So, WWE is... Which, by the way, is 2 o'clock West Coast. Yeah. So, what the fuck? I don't understand why they make their big announcements not on their programming. They tell me Goldberg is going to return next week, like a month ahead of time. Just stop. Let the music hit and let me go, oh shit, Goldberg's here. Yeah, really. Let me go, oh shit, Paul Heyman. I didn't know Brock was coming tonight. The All the surprise is gone. They're ruining it. Yeah. You know who's not? SmackDown. Yeah, SmackDown's doing fine. Because fucking Mickey James shows up as La Luchadora. Which was rumored, but not confirmed by... Yeah, they didn't, have a, they didn't have a big promo telling me, tune in next week to see Mickey James' as La Luchadora interfere in a match. Right. Yeah. Um, because they're telling me that about Goldberg and Taker and ever, all these old fucks I don't want to see anymore yep. who are showing up 
just to run their mouths. I'm seeing so many people say Cena can get the belt from AJ either this month or next month, and then Taker's going to win the Rumble, and we're going to get Cena Taker for the belt. I'm like, no one wants to see that. I I, don't mind Cena Taker. I do want Cena to get the belt. But I don't want him to defend it against Taker. I don't want to see Taker wrestle ever again. I know. And it, it's not like he's a. I don't want to see. Character. I don't want to see. I don't want to see Goldberg. I don't want to see Brock. I don't want to see Taker. You don't see Brock? Not in the fucking Rumble. No, oh, fair that's enough. where I was going with that. Okay. No, I don't want to see Goldberg in the Rumble. I don't want to see Taker in the Rumble. I don't care to see Lesnar in the Rumble. Yeah, because unless they dominate the whole thing, there's no point. And you can leave Cena out of the Rumble for all I care. He's he's got other storylines going. He doesn't need that. Cena's money, no matter what he does. I agree, so. but you don't need Cena for the Rumble. Yeah. Literally, the front four on your fucking Royal Rumble poster, you could take out of the Rumble, and it would make it a better program for me. That's four spots for people who have unproved or have proved themselves in developmental, but have yet to have a chance on the main roster, or a surprise entrant of somebody that we don't even know you're trying to get into the WWE. I want to know how many surprise spots are open because with the SmackDown and the Raw slots, they haven't said okay. Because it used to be on the brand split, it was like, all right, we got 10 Raw, 10 SmackDown, and 10 We Don't Know, free agents or whatever. Yeah. And it left some surprise there. You know there's going to be somebody pop in. I want to see Nia Jax in the Rumble. That would be cool. I want to see Ty Dillinger get into the Rumble. I would like to see Bobby Roode show up. That would be cool. Um, Because that pop will be glorious. Um, You're very punny. (laughs) Really, like, there's so many guys in NXT right now that are already main roster guys. I don't know why they're in NXT. Well, the problem is, is Raw has a roster that is, you know, two-thirds the size of SmackDowns, and they continue to use four fucking people. Well, and... The majority of the three hours is taken up by Owens, Rollins... Fucking Reigns Reigns and Jericho. Jericho. Yeah. That's, you're you're wasting 90 minutes of my, you know, three hours on four people. And it's them coming out to talk. It's them having multiple matches in the evening. Not that, you know, we're seeing Owens wrestle four times or anything. But you're you're seeing this combination of four people. Yeah. We're getting multiple backstage segments from all of them. Uh-huh. The only people who have even challenged that lately are Enzo and Cass. Yeah. And this week, they didn't have time. They just came out and did their intro and said, all right, time to beat some ass. And also, why it. are Gallows and Anderson in the fucking title hunt? I don't know. And all they d- keep doing, it's like Vince's fuck you to Okada Omega or something. He just keeps being like, Japan, 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 Japan. And I'm like, look, if I wanted to watch New Japan, I'd be watching New Japan right now. <sighs> I could skip Raw and watch New Japan if I chose to do that. I'll tell you the same thing I said on Twitter when Corey Graves went, blah, 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 Byron, these are Japanese legends. I said, so is Godzilla, but I don't want to see him in a WWE ring either. Exactly. Uh, it's I don't know what the fuck they're doing. But you can't tell me Bobby Roode and New Day wouldn't be more entertaining than Titus and New Day. Just stop it with the New Day. You can't Just tell me... Just fucking quit it. You can't tell me Nakamura... Just coming in and kneeing people in the face wouldn't be more exciting than Braun Strowman. Well, I'm not hating what they're doing with Braun. And that confuses me why I don't hate it. 
Because no, it doesn't. Think yeah, about it. He's doing because it's not what he's doing, doing what you want someone to do. He's he if they booked Brock correctly, yeah, Brock would be doing what Braun is doing now. Yes, where it's fuck everybody here. I don't care. I'm just going to come in, and you're going to give me the fight I want, or I'm going to fuck shit up, which he did before. And it was amazing. And it, it, that's not his MO anymore when for he, some reason? When that's he killed not... Michael Cole. Yes. And, and the that, camera guy. That was my favorite thing ever. Yeah. What? Give me what I want, or I'm going to fuck shit up. Oh, man. Is that not what a great the monster of a heel should be doing? Yeah, Brock's not a monster anymore. That's what I don't get. They advertise him as a monster, but then I'm like... Well, a beast, but... Yeah. But I'm like, okay... Heyman promos haven't been given time. And I'm not saying give me a 20-minute Heyman promo again, because when they were doing that for a minute, it was getting bad. But give me creative 10 minutes of Paul Heyman. Brock Lesnar standing there making a doofy smile and jumping around. Yeah. Have somebody come talk shit to Heyman. Verbal sparring. Brock Lesnar fuck shit up. Hey, Heyman and Lesnar exit. Everyone is dead. Yeah, except what, for them. What's the problem? I, I thought that's what people liked about Lesnar. That's what I liked about Lesnar. Everyone I he know just, that likes Lesnar, that's what they like to see him do. He just came in, gave zero fucks, and went on about his business. Yeah. Which is what they're doing with Braun now. Braun, yeah. True. Give me Sami Zayn or I'm going to fuck up everybody. And then he starts fucking up matches. And you're going, oh shit. Yeah. He's serious. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I do kind of like the idea, though, after they found the tender profile of making the big love machine gimmick. Changing nothing about him, but just having trying to get a date, I think that would be funny. No. It'd be funnier than Mark Henry's sexual chocolate. Ew. This is, that's also where fucking Mae Young gave birth to a hand. Yes, it is. So, whoever wrote any of that was an idiot. <laughs> Alright, so enough about Raw, because it... Let's move sucks. on to the quality programming we saw Smackdown. this week. Correct. Alright. Uh, where do we want to start there? You can start wherever you'd like. Um, Ziggler apparently caused Jerry Lawler's heart attack. Which I found hilarious. That's pretty damn funny. I thought it was the ghost of Andy Kaufman. <laughs> or Mountain Dew. They Day. need to put Andy Kaufman in the Hall of Fame. I'm not the first person to say that. I agree. But that would be fucking amazing. Because one of the things when I was a kid that used to make me watch Comedy Central was every time they showed the Jerry Lawler, Andy Kaufman documentary. I would sit down and watch that. I probably saw it 20 times. I bet I've never days. seen that. Oh, it's so good. I don't think I've ever seen that. I've seen Man on the Moon, but I've never seen <laughs> I've never seen this documentary you speak yeah. of. Yeah. I'll have to look it up and see what it's actually called to inform okay. our listeners, but um like mid nineties when Attitude Era was hitting, yeah. Comedy Central showed that shit all the time and it was great. Huh. Um Alright, so I like they showed more Kurt Angle comedy on the Smackdown talking about Kurt Angle. I thought that was pretty fun. Oh, yeah. Him with his little hat. and Yeah. All and the pictures with Edge saying yep. he sucked. Um, one of my favorite parts <clears throat> was the Miz, AJ Styles, and John Cena in the ring together. And John Cena just instigating everybody. <laughs> okay. I don't mind that. But what was with the, like, I did a bunch of cocaine, speed it up accent. Just trying to instigate. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was playing a part, being a character. Okay. I did think that was pretty funny. The mm-hmm. limp. I don't see you work with a limp. Uh, yeah. Maybe I should ask your wife. <laughs> uh, you gotta love when they go just a little over the edge of PG. Just slightly. I love when they push it as far as they can legally push it. Yeah. 
I would back up to one thing on Raw. Okay. What in the hell was Sami Zayn doing? I don't know. When he was talking to Reigns and Rollins backstage. Because he reminded me of Charlie on It's Always Sunny. Just <laughs> he was he was all over the place and he yeah. was everywhere and nowhere all at the same time. Yeah. And he thought he had this great idea and then they, the other two guys were like, Fucking just stop. Hold up. <laughs> Like what is going know. on here? My uh, one of my special kids really liked that promo. You think? But because think... Zane looked like a special kid, <laughs> they were like, "Hey, I can relate." Yeah, I was tired as fuck Monday, so I'm pretty sure I missed that promo. Oh, it was so weird. So it was the oddest thing because you're watching it going, "That's not Zane's character. MO. That's not his personality." Yeah. yeah. Now I don't mind Zane being involved with the, you know. Top roster spots. No, but I, I, I do like mind him looking like he's on. He's all cracked out on caffeine pills. Yeah, that's not good. Not good at all. Uh, and they made his tights match his jacket, which I'm not so sure about. I used to think it was a lot more punk rock when he he's not a, punk. He's ska, well, and there's oh, a, a difference. More, a lot more ska when his shit. Didn't well, match. nobody should be ska, so yeah, that's just well. the way it is. <laughs> now back to the show that mattered. Yes. SmackDown. Um. Trying to remember what else happened. I like serious. We've been trying to fucking Shane come out and said we're doing elimination chamber. Oh, that's right. I love elimination chamber. I can't believe I forgot. I can. <laughs> I'm not sure what's going on in your brain. I know a lot of bullshit. And that's just not. That's not just today. That's like at any time ever. If I ever thought, <laughs> I wonder what's going on in Doug's brain. It's always a fuck if I know. Yeah, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. Um, they haven't been using Shane enough at all. No, they like haven't. Shane should be. Constantly involved, dicking around, instigating shit. Like, what happened to the Shane that was going to buck the authority and give you the matches you wanted to see? Uh, he's doing that. But he's only showing up, like, once a month. Doesn't matter. I'm still getting the matches yeah. I want to see. I'm still getting... So, who do you think's in the chambers? Cena, AJ, Miz, Dean, Randy, Bray? Sold. I'll take All that. Right. Cool. That sounds good to me. I am excited about... AJ and Cena in the chamber because you know Cena will take some crazy bump where you're like, oh my god, yeah. why would you do that he to will yourself? Do that. And then AJ is going to jump off something and probably do a Phoenix Splash in the process. Very possible. So I'm very excited about that. I don't know why they thought the Elimination Chamber wasn't something people wanted to see. I don't either because it's such a it. different match. Yeah. I mean, now don't overdo it. Don't like give me one every month, but you know. Once a year or once every six months for a huge blow-off when you have six people involved. Like, if you threw the six guys from the Raw main event in an elimination chamber, I would watch that shit. I'm not sure Braun would fit in the pod, but, you know. He would fit in the pod. Those pods are pretty big. I would watch that. If not, he could even he could just break out of the pod. Yeah, it's true. Or he could lo- get lost and not find his way out like Randy Orton. Yeah, well, <laughs> you can't you can't always win with Randy Orton. Um. Do you think we're getting a Harper singles push or a Orton breaking up with the Wyatts? I would assume Orton breaking up with the Wyatts. That's what I would think, too. But he, he's, like, gone on record saying how much he loves working with Bray and shit. What the fuck? For? Nobody wants to see that shit. Apparently, we're, like, the only people that don't. Really? Yeah. Because huh. Twitter loves that shit. They're like, oh, man, Orton and Bray is so perfect. Why did, Why have they not done this years ago? I'm like, because it sucks? Yeah, that's exactly... But. My sentiment exactly because it sucks. 
It's it's kind of like John Schuyler. It ain't love. It's just desperation. Like they needed something for Orton to do. I will not reply to that. <laughs> we can move on, but I will not talk about him. Um. All right, you want to cover the steel cage match? What a wonderful match it was, too. I didn't yeah. see but maybe one or two spots where I was like, ooh, that looked a little fishy. Yeah. But I don't know that these two have ever worked a fucking cage in their career. I'm sure Becky probably has. She did some. She was in the Euro circuit, so she probably did some crazy shit. I don't think Alexa Bliss has ever been in a cage. No. There would be, she wasn't a wrestler before no. NXT. She was not. Yeah, if that was their first cage match, they did really fucking well. I was really wondering... When they came off the top ropes and like both hit the rope and flew back, I, yeah. I thought for a second, I was like, I wonder if Alexa Bliss was tall enough to touch the ground before she actually had to catch her face on those ropes. <laughs> or if I that, don't know. Or if that worked at all. And then the one thing I really had a problem with was when Alexa Bliss was laying on the ground, Becky Lynch was straddling the top of the cage and didn't get out. Yeah. Yeah, I saw her get to the outside like, I'm like, just jump, bitch. Yeah, like, it's just not be done. High. You win the belt if you let go right now. Yeah, what's the worst thing that happen? You lose a little hair? Yeah. But then she just waited on Alexa to come drag her back over. Yep. Um, I don't know who who messed that spot. If Alexa was supposed to be up quicker or if Becky wasn't supposed to make it that, that far, far that fast. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you think about the La Luchadora interference in that match? Um, I thought it was great. I thought it was wonderful that it was the... That it was Mickey James that they've yeah. actually, you know, gone somewhere with the storyline. Yes, yeah, that's nice. Because I know, don't you can't lie to me. I know the truth. That that, that wasn't that wasn't Mickey James as every La Luchadora. Yes, um, that's just not even the same build. You right. can clearly tell that La Luchadora last night was way bustier than the La Luchadoras of the past, which right. is how I'm pretty sure uh, that it was. At one point, Deanna Peraza. Yes. Uh, now, not as, sure every week. Yeah, but I know at one point at it was her. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I feel like maybe I would have slightly preferred waiting for Luchador to like interfere after it was decided and then reveal the Mickey James thing, not have her fuck up the ending because it was so great a match like, yeah but you have her fuck up the ending and becky a has a reason to complain that she wants yeah. another match yeah fair enough it furthers their collective story the two of them so mickey's gonna go after becky i'm assuming I, she's buddies with i'm just waiting on mickey to become a super big alexa bliss fangirl and this turn into that trish storyline from back in the day yeah <laughs> because there i wouldn't go. hate seeing that again okay i'll take it um i mean everything gets recycled in wrestling anyway why not do that again Fair enough. It would be better than what they're doing on Raw. Yeah. Most of SmackDown is better than what they're doing on Raw. All of SmackDown like, is better than Raw. The only thing on SmackDown I'm not so sure about right now is I get times that don't involve American Alpha being awesome, and I'm not sure how that happens in that tag division. Like, I feel like that should be a strong, strong tag division, and sometimes it's just kind of meh. But Yeah, you're right. Um, I think it... I think, honestly, they might be overstacked in their tag division. It's still better than Raw's tag division. Yeah. And they've had some injuries hit, too. I blew a kid's mind today because they asked me what happened to El Torito. And I'm like, he got released, like, because Los Matadores was changing to Shining Stars. They're like, what? Those are the same people? 
I'm like, oh, God, guys. Wow, on. they're deep in that kayfabe over yeah. at your school. And it wasn't even a special <laughs> kid. That was a regular Oh, kid. man. Well, he was talking to the special teacher, so. Yeah, that's true. Um, he could be borderline. Actually got stopped today by a parent that I didn't realize has been at the last three PWX shows. Really? Yeah, a parent of a kid at my school. He saw me walking through the hall and got a teacher to stop me so we could talk. So we talked wrestling, and him and his family will be in Orlando uh, WrestleMania weekend to be at Disneyland. Oh, that's pretty cool. By the way, don't expect me to go looking up children while I'm in Orlando, Doug. Yeah, I know. I'm not (laughs) saying that, but I gave him advice on, because he tried to get tickets for either NXT, Raw, or SmackDown. Yeah. I gave him advice, hit up StubHub the day of, and prices usually drop. Usually. So. Yeah, but apparently everything sold out in like less than five minutes. Hey, I know we got tickets to NXT, so I'm excited for that. I don't know how Derek did it. Magic. But I will grovel at his feet. Derek is a magic motherfucker. I will watch. He got us our Mania tickets last yep. year. I don't know what. I don't know how he does it. It's probably just refresh, refresh, refresh. But I'd like to think Derek has Didn't some have, sort of skill. I think we had three people refreshing last year during Mania. Pre-sale tickets. Yep. And we couldn't get shit. Like, we could either get, like, second row for $800 or nothing. Correct. And it was like, yeah, we're not going second row for this. When there's a football field-sized Jumbotron I can watch. No, I'm not paying that much money. Especially for floor seats where you can't see shit. Yeah, I know. Fuck it. I wouldn't have to... The only thing maybe I would have changed about where we sat... uh, Yeah. Would have been, like, if... Instead of that particular section, yeah, fifty yard line seats, same same row, right. front row. That would have been the only thing that could have made that where we sat better. We were front row. We were the end of an aisle. Yep. We had perfect view of everything. You could totally see the ramp. The only thing I would have changed is maybe, yeah, if my, we could have got it. And if if they would have been like, hey, we have these in this corner, or you can sit here at the fifty yard line right, right in front of that jumbo. That would have been the only only thing I would have even considered doing. My only issue at all had nothing to do with our tickets. It was just AT&T's wheelchair policy was so fucking stupid. I will never be over that. And when I emailed to, like, bitch about it, I didn't even get a, thanks for your concern. Bullshit. I got no response. They want to talk to you? Yeah, I know. They don't give a fuck. They don't want to fix shit. Uh, As far as Jerry's concerned, ain't nothing about his house broken. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they had a plan. Except the Cowboys are out of the playoffs. They had a plan. You just didn't like it. That's true. Shitty plan, though. A plan nonetheless. <laughs> I didn't see you coming up with a plan. Did you Did you type them a detailed description of how it should be done? Yes. Or did you just... Really? No, I actually told them. Other arenas find a nearby storage room and just lock it in. Because who the fuck's going in a storage room during a show other than people who work there? Terrorists. Okay. Fair enough, but... Do you want your chair blown up? I think not. So, Jerry's plan wasn't that bad, was it? You know, for a while, I was worried they were going to make it so you couldn't fly with your fake leg because terrorists kept trying to sneak explosives and prosthetics. That's cute. I'm like, oh, you fucking assholes. Where the fuck are we going to do? Ship at UPS? Yeah, exactly. I'm like... Hey, you mind UPS in this leg <laughs> so it meets me at my exact destination because I'm going to need it to walk the fuck out of the airport? I used to love it. At basketball tournaments, when we'd be leaving, be shutting the place down, cutting the lights off, and there'd be like three different fake legs just sitting in the bleachers still. We're like, who the fuck forgot their leg? How do you do that? I don't know, but it happened all the time. 
Like, like just absent-minded probably folk or every other tournament when we were shutting down. Okay, there's a fake leg in the bleachers. Someone's going to be coming back for that. We just like, oh shit, I forgot my appendage. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Jesus. All I can think of is because they were at a wheelchair event, they were just dicking around in their basketball chair and didn't remember they had left their leg in the bleachers and forgot. But I don't know. If I had one, I'd strap it to the back of my chair. One would think, right? Up like a flag. Or have like a leg rack or something. Or I'd have a flag attached to it. A leg rack like a gun rack on yeah. the back of your chair. Why not? Well, depending on the size of the leg, you may not be able to get to a, through a door that way. That's true. That's why you stand it straight up like a flag and have the foot <laughs> like a periscope looking around. And then if you're driving down the road, people can see you much better. You know, put an orange shoe on it. Yes. Uh, all right. So that uh, went off the rails quickly. It did. <laughs> WWE didn't do anything fantastic this week. That cage match was good. I enjoyed it. I liked what they did. Um, They've been swinging and missing. Well, they're not. I mean, like I said, Raw is just coasting. Yeah. They are coasting. They're the not fuck. even trying. Yeah. SmackDown's at least trying to give me a storyline. And I'm enjoying it. Yeah. I, I do appreciate that. Like, at this point, Raw is trying to bank on where you have star power. But, but if those stars aren't doing anything entertaining, I don't give a flying fuck. That's like saying, we have star power, and I'm at a basketball game, and all these stars are on the bench. I didn't come yeah. here for this shit. Yeah. I didn't come I, here to look at LeBron James sit on the side. who's going to Hornets Clippers soon, and I'm really hoping it's after Chris Paul comes back, because that's the whole reason she was going, was to see Chris Paul live. And he fucked up his thumb and is out six to eight weeks. For a thumb? That seems like a pussy injury for a basketball player. I think he had surgery. Stitch it up. Yeah, well. How old is Chris Paul now? 30s? Yep. Basketball players can play for a long fucking time. Well, it's a non-contact sport for the most part. Didn't Vladi Divac play for like 25 years? I don't think so. He just looked like he was 25 (laughs) years older than when he started. He smoked like five packs a day. Probably. He just had to stand under the hoop and get rebounds. Um Anyway. Alright, so should we go to PWX? Yeah. Road to Rise of a to, Champion. I don't have anything else to say about uh, WWE. Um, all I can say is, again, what a fucking show. Um, we took two first-timers. One is coming back and dragging her husband. One did express interest in coming back, but we only had four tickets. So I don't. if she is coming back, she needs to buy her own tickets. <laughs> so I'm guessing that Holly's dragging her husband? Yes. He doesn't seem like the type to enjoy that. I don't know. She thought he might. So she's bringing him to... I've only met him once, but in that meeting him, he just yeah. didn't seem like the type that would be interested. He's a lot more mellow, I think, with more people he knows in the social group. So like, since it'll just be them two and me and Kat, I think he'll be a lot more... Uh, Sociable and funny. He's actually a really funny dude. But that was a party where there was, what, like 10 people he didn't know? Probably. Yeah. So, I'm just really glad nothing got said that could have got us in trouble since he's a cop. I wouldn't worry about it. I didn't have anything on me. Yeah, that's true. Alright, so PWX, Road to Rise of a Champion, took place in Gastonia, the National Guard Armory. I like Uh, that place. I do too. It's, It's actually for, you know, a... Quick little drive up, and then just 
chill out, watch the show, go home. I've spent more money at that Buffalo Wild Wings in Gastonia than I would care to <laughs> actually admit to. God, we went to Moe's. I wasn't thinking about the time of day. We were at Moe's for like 30 to 40 minutes. It was awful. It took forever. But, what? You were at a Moe's for less than an hour and it was awful. Just got food. We didn't eat there. Oh, Carry on. Yeah. Because I'm thinking, what the fuck? You went to Moe's for 45 minutes and it was terrible. How quick do you eat at Moe's, Doug? No, yeah. It it was that long just to get our food and take it to the venue and eat it in our seats. Which I love that I don't have to worry about taking food in to shows. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, very cool. All right, so first we get a PWX Pure Dark Match. Uh, Six-man tag. Jimmy Lloyd, Ken Lee, and Tyler Gaines. We've seen Tyler Gaines before. I really like him. Versus Joshua Cutshaw, who's doing a crazy, like, Alcatraz psycho gimmick now. Malachi Matthews and Mike Jordan, also known as White Mike. Uh, he okay. He tag team sometimes with Timmy Lou Retton, and they're the Gymnasty Boys. Yes, I'm familiar with them. Um, this was entertaining. They were doing everything they could to get the crowd into it and stuff. I always feel bad for these matches, because first of all, not everybody's in yet. Everybody's still, like, meet and greeting and yep. buying food they're and that kind of stuff. They're merch tables and whatnot. But, I mean, this was good, and Mike got himself over. Like, people were freaking out when he was teasing a suicide dive. Everybody was going nuts. There was a huge white Mike chant that might have actually been one of the biggest chants of the night. Wow. So In the first match. Yeah. Uh, really entertaining match. Uh, Jimmy Lloyd, Ken Lee, and Tyler Gaines go over and win that match. Okay. Uh, next up, we get Darius Lockhart versus Tracer X versus Ace Austin. I've not seen Ace Austin before. I believe he's a CZW guy since he rode down with Sammy and David Starr because they were fucking with him in the car while he was asleep. Damn. They kept like hitting him in the face with the phone. Um, That's fucked up, but I he get has, it. He uh, has... Who am I borrowing this from? I think it's Rob Holt of Fisticuffs Photography uh, called him Gambit. He's basically a Gambit gimmick. He has cards and throws them and oh boy. all that. But he was good. He held his own versus two guys we know and love with Darius and Tracer. Um, good match. Just kind of what you expect in a triple threat. Darius started out like, I don't even know this Ace Austin dude. Ah, I don't care. And just kind of pissed <laughs> out for a minute. But, of course, it being a triple threat, the second he saw opportunity, he dove back in. Of course in. he did. Uh, Darius heel. got the win, though, which is good to see. Because I don't think I've seen him get a lot of wins. Um, Tracer went for 450 and got either somebody moved or somebody kicked him or something like that. That will happen. Uh, next up, we get Lethal Lovers, Anthony Henry with Amber Young versus Jason Cade. Jason Cade did not bring Buffy with him this time. He left her at home, which I think is to blame for his loss. Really? If you don't have Buffy the Vampire Slayer in your corner and you lose, that's kind of on you. Was it actually Sarah Michelle Gellar? I wish. No, it was Buffy. <laughs> Carry on. I wish it was actually Sarah Michelle Gellar. That would be awesome. Because they are one in the same. Um, however, it was not. Uh, so this was what you would expect from these two high-flying shit. Where this really picked up, they went over... There were barricades at this show. Okay. Not like huge ones, little thin ones, but... I need to know why we have steel barricades all of a sudden. Because 
part of the fun of PWX is getting landed on and having to haul ass. Out of the way could be later. something the armory said. Yeah, maybe. Could be venue related. Might oh. not have anything to do with PWX. Yeah, that's true. Or it could be, uh, you know, y'all got landed on last time we were there. And it's an epic picture for all time. I enjoy being landed on. Um, I enjoy not so moving. They go over the steel barricade, through the crowd, whatever, and go back to one of the basketball goals. Cade pulls himself up on the basketball rim. I did see a picture of this. And Hurricane Rana's Henry onto the floor, which is great. So then, again, I'm back. Henry comes, uh, Cade comes charging at Henry. Henry grabs him, slams his face against the backboard. Yep. Fantastic. I couldn't see any of that because everybody stood up, but I saw it later on video, and it was great. <laughs> um, hell of a match, you know, what you expect from those two. Henry goes over and begins doing the Aaron Rodgers championship belt move because next month he is cashing in against Jake Manning. So I was surprised we didn't get a next world champ champ. It was it was kind of an odd crowd. There was a lot of first timers there. Okay. Um, like our usual regulars were there that were always front row, but the GA and everything else was a lot of new guys. All right. Um, <clears throat> But most of them sound like they're sold, from what I saw. As well, that's point. good. <clears throat> um, Ducklings versus Scarlet and Graves is next. And this was a fucking show. Scarlet and Graves are quickly becoming one of my favorite tag teams to watch. Not PWX and not name the Young Bucks. Because they do crazy, flippy shit everywhere. Um, Zachary Wentz does a shooting star on their legs. Yeah. And in the middle of it, Desmond Xavier shoves them, shoves him, so he lands on their chest. Nice. And that spot is fucking amazing every time I see it. Because <laughs> the sheer precision of doing that has to be insane. Like, I want to know how many times they tried to do that training and fucked it up. But now it's flawless every time. Um, we had a lot of kissing in this match. It was fantastic. Uh, some guy got really butt hurt because he had a... PWX Fierce CZW chant or poster, and he tried to start shit in line because, uh, you know, we had to say something to him as we walked by. And it was something along the lines of PWX, you know, we're like, yeah, PWX isn't really scared of anybody. And he was like, have you seen CZW? And Kat, perfect response was like, yeah, in passing. <laughs> and we walked in to our front row seats. <laughs> um, Nothing against CZW, because half this card was CZW, and it was great. But don't be a douche. We're working together. We're putting on great matches. Shut the fuck up. You say we like you're involved. Well, the indie companies working together is beneficial for everyone. Yes, it is. Uh, Fans included. That's where the we was coming from. Um, Ducklings go over, but at the end of the match, I believe with a... Was it Canadian Destroyer was the ending? I think it was. There was like three Canadian destroyers on this show. Damn. was fucking impressive. Um, but after the match, Scarlet and Graves decide to get a little revenge kissing. And they kiss Rob. And Rob, you know, faints out of the ring. <laughs> and Lance, same thing, kind of rolls out. Then Mikey's in the corner. And in perfect sync, they do the Hulk Hogan point, go over, pin Mikey in the corner... And kiss the everlasting fuck out of him. Damn. And it was great. Awesome spot. Um, Alright, so next we get James Drake versus Timmy Lou Retton. 
This was a lot more brutal than I expected. Was it? James Drake caught Timmy Lou Retton on a dive and did a exploder suplex onto the vinyl tile floor. Do not say hardwood. It is vinyl over a thin layer of vinyl over cement. So that was clarified for Hokai who said onto the hardwood. And they were like, no, no, this is vinyl over concrete. Hokai um, who spells his name Joke? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I've been cr- corrected on his pronunciation, so I'm going to try to say it properly from now on. Joke. Uh, good match. <laughs> Drake obviously goes over brutal shit. He kept trying to get a Chop City bitch and couldn't really get it in. Um, Timmy was doing Timmy things. And there was some sportsmanlike conduct after the match. You know, Sportsmanlike conduct? Handshake and a hug kind of deal. Well, then a gorilla prim- shows up on the video screen. And out walks Elijah Evans dressed as your accountant. He had suspenders <laughs> and tie and glasses. Uh, Tommy, I don't have an accountant, have you know? Yeah. Tommy uh, as mismatched Tommy Thomas. Of course. Let me stop you right there since you mentioned Tommy Thomas. Okay. Let's go back to Scarlet and Graves. Did they yes. have a valet or manager with them? No. Damn it. Yeah. Who's their manager? Brittany Blake. Oh, no, they did not. She she does she does it for and the And was not present either with OI 4K. So No, I didn't wouldn't expect her to be. But um so they come out and I really need to get the third guy's name in that crew. I What you need to do is stop mentioning Tommy Thomas and start mentioning everyone else. Yeah. So they start talking shit and saying they're coming for Drake. And Elijah brings up Ethan. Points to Ethan on commentary, because that's Ethan's job till he's healed. Um, and says, you know, I'm going to finish what I started with him on James Drake. And it's like, why are you still talking about this? Wait, but why? What are you doing? <laughs> uh, didn't Ethan get his redemption and, like, beat your ass through several tables? That's, that's kind of what I remember happening. But anyway, so Elijah says he's coming for the TV belt. And they start some shit. Well, as Drake is talking shit, Timmy Lou Retton jumps him, joins the gorilla squad, whatever they're called. Um, Timmy Lou Retton and them try to jump Drake. Drake pins him off. And another member with a mask on comes out. Big Yah has joined the gorilla squad. Jesus Christ. So we have a huge heel faction going on here, which I don't hate the idea. All right, everybody in there is very good at getting heat. Um, I mean, how much do we hate Elijah Evans and Tommy Thomas when they create heat? I don't hate Tommy Thomas. I have no use for him. Okay, fair enough. I mean, any man that can't match his shoes to his suit, <laughs> just, I don't... What's funny, when he's not working, he actually matched. Cat saw him after the show, after he had changed. He was matching perfectly, looked great. During the show, mismatched his shit. Yeah, I don't believe that. Yeah, well... Pictures or it didn't happen. Cat, you got yeah. pictures? No, do you have a photograph? Yeah. No, next time. Nope, no photograph. Didn't happen. (laughs) Carry on. So, um, anyway, basically a gorilla squad's coming for James Drake. So I'm hoping what this eventually leads to is James Drake recruiting some buddies and we get a big-ass blow-off five-on-five with some sort of gimmick. Like Survivor Series? Eh, I'd prefer War Games. You know, let's do that again. That would be cool. Okay, I was thinking of something feasible you could do with one ring in one arena. <laughs> <clears throat> Survivor Series would be fine. But 
I think if you, I mean, build it for a while. Don't like just jump to the Survivor Series. Oh, Drake goes over. But um, yeah, let's let's make this a faction versus faction awesome ass feud. Nice. Uh, that's where we got intermission, and we come back to a match that I think stole the show. Um, and I'm not sure it was close. But given the talent involved, that's not really a surprise. Um, we got David Starr defending his shotgun championship versus Sammy Callahan. And special surprise appearance by Leo Rush. Yeah, I heard he was going to be there. That turned to a triple threat. And what a fucking match, man. This was insanity all over. You saw everything you'd want to see. We didn't get any spit chops. Oh, thank God. Sammy is not wrestling in singlets anymore, but like a vest and like pants and stuff. Okay. It's interesting. Don't think it would be very easy to move in, but I didn't see like any. Like Baron Corbin looking pants and a vest? No, like... Like slacks. Al- like almost... Like, if he was douchier about it, it would be steampunk, but not quite. You don't... Okay. So, was he dressed like a mobster with no shirt? He's wearing corduroy slacks. Corduroys and... Did he, have, he didn't have a tie. No, but he had a... But he had a button-down and a vest on to wrestle in. Okay. Um, It looked good. It looks fucking great. But I was... Like, Seems like it'd be terrible to work Yeah, on. I'm like, wouldn't that be restrictive as shit? Jesus Christ. But I don't think he had any issues. Apparently, he's been wrestling in it since the new year started. It's New Year, New Callahan. Okay. Um, so we'll see where that goes. Hopefully back to singlets. This <laughs> this finishes with David Starr doing a Canadian Destroyer. This Canadian, show should have been called PWX Canadian, Canadian Destroyer. Destroyer. Yeah, it really should have. But this was great. This was my match of the night by far. And there was some great, great shit. Ducklings and Scarlet and Graves and the next one were all great. But this this was my one where I was like, good God, these guys are good. And you say that about once a show at PWX, but getting to say it like three times in a show, pretty damn awesome. Um, after the match, Callahan gets pissed off, sits down on the ring, and it's just like, God damn it, I'm sick of this shit. Sick of losing. I never win. I used to be world champ, and now I can't win here. Whatever. So, Star and Leo try to make him feel better. There, there. Kiss on the cheek. Oh, precious. That doesn't work. Oh, no. He still sits there pouting. Well, some people you just can't. So, there's only one solution. David Star is right there. Sammy had to look at it. Okay. Um, I don't know how much better that would have made me feel about my <laughs> It didn't state, really help but, Sammy either. Okay. Now, I uh, I saw a promo posted by PWX of Sammy backstage being pissed off because he can't win. He issued an open challenge for Rise of a Champion. For? For anybody who wants to come beat him and he's going to win. Just open challenge. I'm Sammy Callahan. Come fuck with me here. Because I'm okay. pissed off and I want to fuck shit up. All right? Um, word is get hyped. I have no idea who it is, but the word I've been hearing is be extremely fucking excited. Rise of a Champion has already almost sold out front row, and no one's been announced yet. 
They have 12 front row left, and it's at Cabarrus in the big room where Super Yeah, I heard they'd moved them up to the, yeah. the big room. So there's 12 front row left. Four packs are gone. You can't buy a four pack anymore. Shit. Those were gone the first night, and I'm really glad I pulled the trigger because I was going to wait, and then I said no. I that would have been ahead. a mistake at this point. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Get hyped. That's all I can really say. It's going to be very, very exciting. And that's um, taking place the 19th. Is it the 19th? Saturday the 18th is I believe QOC. February 18th is QOC, so yes. Rise of a Champion is the 19th at Cabarrus. Um, all right, next match. You could have ended the show right there, and I would have been like, holy shit, this was great. Well worth the money. Bruiserweights versus Revolt versus OI4K. Now, this was a fantastic match, as to be expected by these uh, workers. I don't know if we were just tired from everything we had seen already. Yeah. But it was one of those matches where this was great, but the crowd was just dying. Crowds are weird. Indie yeah. crowds are really weird. They're yeah. either super hyped up the whole time or dead. I think it's, I think it's especially our area crowds. If you're not, if you're doing the indie, Charlotte, Gastonia, upstate South Carolina crowds, I think it's a really odd crowd because you pull in just enough casual fans who don't realize they're not at a WWE show, but yeah. you also have the hardcore guys who are there front row every month. It's very odd. It's an odd combination. Like a chick brought her box of bootios to PWX this month, and it's like, okay, but why? I don't know. Couldn't figure that out. I don't care if you wear a WWE shirt. I understand. But it's still wrestling, whatever. A lot of PWX guys are now in WWE. That's fine. But why bring your booty ups? Really don't know. Unless, Unless you're you just super to... hungry and nope. you couldn't find any better cereal available. Or buy Lucky Charms for a fraction of the price. Literally a fraction of the price. Um, hell of a match. I love OI4K. They need to... Now that you know who the fuck they yeah, are. Yeah, now that I okay. know who the fuck they are. They need to be at everything. Um, Jake is the blonde one? Yes. Okay. He did a confetti super kick. He threw purple confetti in someone's face and then kicked them. Fantastic. And then for the rest of the show, there's purple confetti flying everywhere. That's his thing. He is the purple one. Um, We, yeah. Also, his brother David is part of Scarlet and Graves, that faction as well. Okay, and then JML has, like, everyone in it. Because uh-huh. that's Callahan, Star, yep. Strickland, Desmond, and uh, Zachary Wentz. Yep. And there might be more JML. So Wentz, CZW just, it's, like, It's Wentz, Desmond, Dave, Christ, and one other guy are in Scarlet and Graves. Jesus Christ. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> I got to I gotta start watching CZW so I can start figuring out these factions. Because there's... They're all, like, shared. And they're all intertwined. Yeah, it's crazy. It's very odd. Um, Bruiserweights go over. Not what I wanted to hear. Which is not what I wanted to see. Nope. We got a John Schuyler promo that I couldn't really hear. Trying to convince Corey to, you know, work out their shit. It's not worth hearing. Corey's acting like he's not having it and, like, looked like he was going to (laughs) cry. And then a couple times he looked like he was going to break and laugh accidentally. Um, But... I wish they both would cry. This leads to... Uh, By the way, two of the only wrestlers we've ever had be assholes to us on Twitter. Yeah, it's true. It's of no it's use true. for those dudes. 
I think they just take it to a degree where it's still real to people, damn it. I don't give a shit. I could be wrong. I you know really... what? If that's the way you're going to be, DM me and go, hey, kayfabe, play along. Yeah. Let me, don't Let just me be, bring a, you some don't be an asshole just yeah. to be an asshole. Because yeah. I don't, I don't, no. And then uh, Kat mentioned this, which I would have fucking loved. We kind of wish we lived in Columbia and had teenager kids. So if we walked into our kid's school and John happened to be subbing, we could go, Skyler sucks. He really sucks. He does. However, it's just God's honest truth. This promo ends in a brothers don't shake, they hug. Kind of. Like it was still, there's still some tension. Okay. There. Like they end up hugging, but it wasn't like everything's better hug. It was Corey kind of being like, you're not going to shut the fuck up till I hug you. So let's just finish this. All right, that leads us to our main event of the evening. I want to give props to Brett Wolverton, winner of our rocker shirt, and he was very excited to receive Was it. he? Uh-huh. And then uh, Sam and Nikki were excited to receive their prizes also. We get the main event, and Brett went on forever saying the main event. I was impressed. The You know, when they like to draw it out. Oh, Bruce Buffer style. Yeah. Right. Holy shit. He, he nailed it. Um... Jake Manning versus Mike Elgin. Now, I'm going to put this out there. So, a, a, a man scout versus a baked potato. Versus a baked potato. And we told our uh, first timers, hey, we think this guy looks like a potato. And they're like, oh my god, he does. Yeah. So, I'm not, I don't know Big Mike the person. Alright. Neither do I. I know he got, looks like a potato. Got no beef with him. I know at one time he wore a silver cape that made it look like he was a, a baked, baked potato, potato wrapped yeah. in tinfoil. He did not have the wrinkly robe. What? He had a weird red robe with like barbells connecting, like being the fasteners. Oh no. Yeah. And Japanese words on the back that said unbreakable, we think. But we kind of secretly hope somebody fucked with him and it says baked potato in Japanese. It probably says just the tip. Um... <laughs> So anyway, um, this was a show of some very, very athletic, flippy guys doing some amazing stuff, right? So when you have a whole show of that, and then you get to Man Scout versus Elgin, which is mainly power versus experience, kind of was slower than my taste. So Not Big, a Mike's, bad- Big Mike's been hanging out in Japan too long for you? Yeah, not my thing. Not a bad match by any means. Very well worked on both sides. There were some good spots. The um, I believe it's called a DVD move did, on to the apron. Did you just have a stroke? What the fuck did you say? DVD. A DVD? Like a yeah. digital video disc? Death Valley Driver. Okay. That's what it is. Okay. I just realized what it stood for. I forget Twitter... Requires certain wow. characters. Wow. So, there was a cool Death Valley driver onto the apron. Okay. Um, there there were some excellent spots. Do not not watch this match. Just not Double negative thing. from a school teacher. Good job. Yeah. Just not my thing. Not my style. But I, I could have told you that going in. This was probably the match I was least excited for on the card. Uh, that would have been me too. And nothing personal against Michael Elgin or Jake Manning. They're right. just not two of Love my favorite Jake. superstars. Love Jake. Love his storyline. Um, but you know, not my, not my, uh, blending of styles I enjoy in wrestling. Understandable. But one hell of a show, the road to rise of a champion was amazing. 
And Rise of a Champion looks to be shaping up to be... Well, if they sell the tickets that fast, it's apparently shaping up to be something real nice. And they haven't even announced... It doesn't matter. Anything. Everybody that's buying these tickets, trust Brian. And how can you not at this point? This is two solid years of going as of this month. Our two-year anniversary was either today or yesterday. I got a notification on Facebook of on this day shit. Yeah. And it was the day that I had changed my background profile picture to... The podcast, the nice. original logo. <laughs> so I think we're at two years. Yeah. Yesterday or today. Something like that. And in two years, we've been going to PWX ever since we started this thing. It was the second show we went to. I've had one show not be top of the bar. And even that wasn't bad. It was, no, it was just a- there was an incident and they had to throw some shit together. And it wasn't a top of the line show. Which was not their fault. Right, exactly. So, and really when I say it wasn't top of the line, it wasn't top of the line for PWX. For another indie show, that would have been great. Been well, nice. they have set the bar so high that when they oh do have, God, when they do have unfortunate stumbles like somebody didn't show up, there was yeah. a travel issue, missed the flight, plane, or you know, not plane crash, goddamn. Yeah. Car crash, you know, Dark. something, yeah, no shit, that went way deep, Ugh. Uh, some unforeseen circumstance happens to where they have to rework the card. Yeah. It's still a better show than most promotions that you'd go see in this area. Exactly. 100%. Um, so, if you have not bought your tickets for Rise of a Champion and you intend to go, you better fucking do it or you're going to be in like row 12. Because he had to add rows 8 through 12. Shit. Um, and I don't think we've been at a show that big in a while. I sat in the bleachers at Gastonia, but it wasn't 12 rows but deep. Yeah, you were like... Four, maybe five rows deep. They were, I think there were five rows of chairs, a walking aisle, and then those bleachers. Yeah. And that was because I bought the $8 ticket. Yeah. Got to see all that action for $8, $8 fucking dollars. Amazing shit. Uh-huh. And seriously, if you have any doubts, at one, I'm not sure why you're listening to us, mm-hmm. but if you have any doubts, buy the cheapo ticket. Go for yep. 10 bucks. You know when I bought that ticket? Brian actually messaged me and was like, hey, is this you? Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you know, shit's tight this money. He's like, all right, I was just checking to make sure you weren't trying to buy something else. And ended, you know, I wanted to make sure that was what you wanted. Commissioner, like, extraordinaire. Oh, 100%. Checks your shit. Yeah, knows who we are. Gives us a heads up. Yep. When shit's coming, when it's like, hey, you need to buy your tickets right fucking now. He'll give us a little heads up. Tickets are going on sale, and you better get on that shit, because I'm about to break our website. Love it. And that is literally all the tip I need. Yeah, that's enough. You mm-hmm. don't have to tell me who. You don't have to reveal shit. Unfortunately. You can give me cryptic as fuck clues like he did yeah, today really. that I can't talk about. However, I have no idea. Cryptic clues. Yeah. It's like um, hieroglyphics from Brian. And for anyone who's not, who's not taken a, what was it, like 20... Or like fourteen year hiatus, like I did. Yeah, it probably wouldn't be hard to figure out, but because I did, I have no idea who the fuck it is. You're just fucking clueless. Yeah. So, anyway, awesome, awesome show. Thanks, PWX. We say it every month. Uh, Next month, we will be getting an interview again. I'm not sure who will be involved. Probably whoever we can grab, but we will be there early to interview. So get ready for that. And next month, I will be at the. 
double show of Queens of Combat. I, same I weekend. I figured you would be. Oh, dude, tag team tournament? I know. Two Fuck shows that. one day, and you can get GA tickets. Good for both shows. $20. Damn. So it's six hours of fucking wrestling for 20 bucks. Dude, that's the best price they've ever had on a right? show. Right? $20, $1.49 fee, yeah, obviously, because you're buying online through Eventbrite. Yeah. But, yeah, 20 bucks entrance to both shows. Damn. For $80, VIP, front row for both, in-ring photo op with the new tag team belts, like dinner with some of the fucking workers in between shows. Nice. It's just this crazy VIP package. Damn. That I'm not paying eighty dollars for it. it. If my parents didn't live forty five minutes from that arena, I probably wouldn't be going. But yeah. I'm going up Friday night and just going to stay for the weekend. I wish they would work Gastonia and Charlotte more. Because I, I, I really enjoy their product, but the the drive to get up there is just well. And the thing about Queens Combat, they're not. I, mean, I, I know they are. Don't get me wrong, but they're not super overly concerned with how many people are in the arena. Right. They're they're just there to put. They're on filming it, and they're selling DVDs. Yes. And doing quite well at it. Yes. Because, uh, I was reading some stuff this week on Twitter where people were like, yeah, I just saw Sue Young for the first time on QOC that we were at. 16? Yes. Um, I just saw Sue Young. Holy shit. I'm like, yeah, y'all need to be watching this. Um, so, yeah. Any preview for that card other than that? or do we have? Uh, I can tell you who's going to be on it if you want me to look yeah, it so up. Yeah, so far. Uh, I mean, the email that they sent me inviting me to Queens of Combat uh, says here their live double feature tag team title show uh, your schedule to appear includes QOC champion Sue Young, Taylor Hendricks Laurel Van Ness, also known as Chelsea, Chelsea Green, Green who was booked J- as Chelsea Green last month so yeah. that's a little odd Jade again, excellent Leva Bates, Rachel Ellering, Samantha Heights Sexy Young Carmels, which is Devin Nicole, uh, Savannah Summers and Ariel Monroe D&D Muscle Factory, which should be Miss Dyslexia and Darcy, Darcy Dixon, Dixon. Damn it. The Fella Twins which are a cross-dressing guy and what I believe is a gay guy that are a tag team. Excellent. Uh, Kira Hogan, Kennedy Brink, the Sea Stars, which I know their names, but they're escaping me right now. Oh, Angel yeah, Rose, uh, Dacia, and D A V I E N N E. However, you want to pronounce that. Okay. Plus more to be announced. My God. That's a stack card. Yeah. We saw a stack card, and that's a stack card. Yep. Damn. Yep. yep. Okay. Cool. Well, I got my phone out. I'll just do Dirty Word of the Week. Why not? This Dirty Word of the Week is brought to you by no one. Once again, <laughs> feel free to sponsor this. Just hit me up on Twitter with a DM and go, hey, I'll pay pay you some money or send you a six-pack. or Hey, I'll here's buy a, you a beer yeah, next time I see I'll, you. I'll be in Charlotte Saturday if anybody wants to buy me a beer and sponsor this segment. And help him because he owes two other people beer. I do owe two other people beer. <laughs> and I already told them I'm going to be in Charlotte, so I'm going to have to repay that. <laughs> um, this week's Dirty Wear of the Week is Bard Core. Bard Core. Does it involve Shakespeare? Yes. Ooh. Okay, I'm going to go with at the point of ejaculation. You're wrong already. Oh, okay. I was going to say, say, to be or not to be as you ejaculate, and then you go not to be, not to be, not to be, to help hope you don't conceive. You really looked way too far into it. Yes, Kat. <laughs> Being so in love with Shakespeare 
that you get your rocks off. Uh, that would have been closer. Um, but Ooh, no, reading. Look, one guess. I'm sorry. God. Sorry. That wasn't it either, by the way. <laughs> Bardcore, a spinoff of the word hardcore, used when referring to pornography to refer to a movie that was made with a Shakespearean play as the original plot. Here it is used in a sentence. Dude, I just saw my first Bardcore film, A Midsummer Night's Cream. Nice. <laughs> uh, if I was feeling more creative, I would say we should just sit here and come up with Shakespeare porn names. But Hamlet's already there. Yeah. Sure. You don't have to do anything to it. Yeah. All right. So. Or you could change it to ham clip. Your choice. <laughs> um, or clam bit. Ooh, that's good too. <laughs> clam bit. I like it. Twelfth night, just twelfth orgasm. No, Doug. No. Yeah, that was fucking you. Zero motherfucking effort is what that was. <laughs> God. That didn't even rhyme or anything. <sighs> Dream cream. Clit, yeah. lit, get your shit together. <laughs> God, we're over here killing it, and you were just bringing us down. Uh, all right, on we're that gonna, note. We're going to have to fire you from the band. That's just what's going <laughs> We have a band? Oh, my God. You're fired. You're fired. You're fucking fired. I'm done. Wrap this shit up. On that note, you can follow us at Sad Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. You can like us on Facebook. You can like, review, subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, YouTube, wherever the fuck you want. We're kind of posted everywhere. Basically. Um, so, yeah. You can follow me at Osnoggard, although at this point on the show, I don't know why the fuck you would follow me. You literally don't do much as far as your social media goes. Yeah, You're just... I really don't lately. But, <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'll get some vacation soon. Maybe. Have time. All right. Scoot. Uh, you can follow me at T-H-E-S-C-O-O-T-3-R, and that is Twitter and Instagram. I do post things. Yes, and usually Scoot is the one running the Sad Podcast live tweeting. So. Which we live tweet Raw, SmackDown, and Total Divas. Are we doing Total Divas tonight here, or are you going home first? I'm probably going to go home and eat dinner. Okay. Since I got here so early this evening, I think I'm going to have plenty of time to get back to the Excellent. house. Since they moved it back to 9 o'clock now, yes, you have I'm going to be good to go. Awesome. Cool. All right. So tune in in like two hours for Scoot to be live tweeting Total Diva. Yeah. If you listen to this entire show before 9 o'clock. It'll be uploaded by like 7.30. Yeah. They have time. Yeah. Works for me. All right. Shalom, motherfuckers. Rock and roll, Tim.